I think people will maybe begin to wake up to the fact that they've been living in a kind of fantasy version or a fantasy version of what public opinion in the rest of the world holds for Britain and whether or not they want to live like in kind of the tourist's view of Britain, which is, um, you know, Harry Potter and Bridgerton and um, Downton Abbey, or whether they want to live in a different kind of country. Dear listeners, I know that the death of any public figure can present a difficult time in your life and in struggling to deal with the range of emotions that an event like this may throw up. Bunga is here for you, and we're here to listen, to talk, to converse, or just to be a shoulder to cry on if that needs to be. Uh, on second thought, um, I realized that this moment may be a very difficult one, especially for people of color in experiencing uh, and dealing with the range of emotions that the Queen's death has thrown up and memories that may resurface about colonialism, imperialism, death, devastation, oppression, wrought, some believe, by the Queen around the world. So I believe this is a difficult moment for all of us, for myself, Alex, for George. Hi, George. And for Phil. Hi, Alex. Hi, Phil. Yeah, it's not actually a difficult moment, but thank you for that wonderful introduction, Alex. Okay. Well, now that we've got that established and that... You put on, uh, you put on it, your serious voice, your I'm I'm here to listen I'm voice, here to listen. Which is I just, I just a strange one I for, care. A, for a broadcast medium like podcast. <laughs> <but> <laughs> just want to create that intimate. We, we care. We care whether you're sad about the Queen dying, whether you're sad that the Queen ever existed, whatever it might be. Um, we're here for you. Whether you're so, whether you're uh, an Irish football fan chanting uh, <laughs> on the stands some uh, songs about your feelings or it, not. Yeah, indeed. Or whether you're a provincial Brit, maybe devastated about the fact that there will be no golden jubilee or whatever the one is if you live like forever. Uh, anyway. I think she had a platinum jubilee already, Alex. Oh, okay. But... Um, so as, as listeners might've gathered from, uh, Alex's introduction, we're talking about the death of the queen where we're, we're recording on Friday, the 9th of September. So King Charles III, uh, which I think, you know, irrespective of anyone's feelings about monarchy or anything else, you have to recognize that Charles is not a propitious name for, uh, an English king. Um, anyway, King Charles III. Well, is why, why might that be? Why might that be? Well, things didn't end well for Charles I. So it's difficult, you know, you can't but help uh, note that it's a strange name to give your kid when you know that he's going to be the heir to your throne. I mm. keep on. I mean, I guess that was, that was quite a headless decision um, on the part of the Queen. Quite a headless decision. We've already got George, yes, Alex. Okay. We've no. got, don't, already got don't, George. Don't try. I mean, listeners will not accept <laughs> limitations. They'll see right through it. Okay. Anyway. Uh, more seriously, tell us what actually we're going to be talking about. 
Yeah, so he's not, so though he becomes automatically king upon the queen's death, um, he's not, his um, kind of address to the nation apparently will happen around 6 p.m. our time, so in a couple of hours after um, after we're recording. Um, so we're kind of still in a something of an interregnum, and there's going to be quite a few days of mourning. <laughs> this is, sorry, this is the real interregnum. You know, we talk about the end of the end of history, but, you know, this right here, these few hours. Yeah, these the are the real, well, it's a genuine interregnum in a way, right? Because interregnum is Latin yeah. for in between mm-hmm. reigns. So, is it? Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, well, it's continue. also very appropriately British because you're almost always in between reigns. Because it rains. Bloody hell, you're on fire. Oh, my I mean, show some decorum, show some respect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we we are we are in in the um, intervening period where morbid symptoms can occur, hence mm. hence why and, we're and bad puns. Maybe maybe some of those Indeed, more morbid puns. symptoms. Okay. So, but what we're talking about is the death of the queen, um, with specific reference to some pieces we've called some pieces regarding kind of obituaries and reflections on her death, um, and we wanted to think about kind of. Um, you know, her public role and also the um, what her death portends might portend for the future of the British state, um, but also think about it in a bit more of its global significance. Um, one of the few kind of things that came out of it that was that I found quite, um, quite pleasing to me was the fact that um, Brazil has declared three days of national mourning <laughs> for the Queen, because the reason I have to explain to listeners why this is pleasing to me, because Alex... Alex, dear listeners, he's a Londoner to his marrow, to the tips of his a fingers. What? A Londoner, a Hoxton. A he's a <laughs> he's a Hoxton hipster, and no matter where he goes, he'll never be able to escape his roots. And so, the fact that he went to a country that has is a republic has absolutely nothing to do with the British Empire, doesn't even really have any links to Britain to speak of, and yet still declares three days mourning for the Queen. I think the world is trying to tell Alex something. Well, I mean, he should come home. That is, <laughs> that is uh, <clears throat> entirely down to Bolsonaro, who, um, and I've discussed this with you know various Brazilian, you know, Brazil journalists and analysts, trying to figure out why he's actually done this and declared the the, the three days of mourning, which have no practical implication, by the way, um, and and none of us could really figure out a reason. It's just Bolsonaro's randomness. He probably thought that everybody around the world was going to do it. He maybe wanted to seem statesmanlike and then declared it, which is weird because he's also very happy to be a pariah most of the time as well. So anyway, I thought I thought there was an element of it hasn't the haven't the Bolsonaro family been flirting with some of the old Brazilian royal family? Well, so there there is within the Bolsonaroist base some monarchists. I mean, it's very you know very minoritarian, but um, I mean, well, literally minoritarian, but there was it's a very small minority of his base, but they're there. And recently Brazil celebrated, um, you know, it's, it's independence. Um, and it's also, it, it becoming a Republic and in, uh, it, it, they brought the old, uh, emperor's heart back to Brazil. I mean, completely farcical thing. And it's funny because Bolsonaro is a recurrent critic of, uh, other politicians, especially the workers' party's expenditures on public events and stuff. And then he obviously pays to get the embalmed heart, <laughs> Of the old emperor shipped to Brazil from Portugal. Anyway, um, all, I mean, all very you know, logical. if you see if you see that on eBay, you got to snap it up. I mean, but it didn't Bolsonaro's um, announcement. It was kind of on like ye oldie worldy, like obviously electronic, but ye oldie worldy scroll. Yeah, and like very fake, and very bad like, English. And, yeah, and I, like I, do, I do want to emphasize, seal. yeah, it's just fucking. It weird. was naff. I, I mean, I do want to emphasize, um, or really send out this message that there are. Uh, Portuguese to English translators who are native in English 
uh, who <laughs> who are available for work and don't charge very much. So you know, uh, you know where we'll to find happily, me. We'll happily work for Bolsonaro. <laughs> we'll happily work for Bolsonaro. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, aside from the, I think the so, whole ridiculousness a, well, of Brazil, I think there is a there is a point here about there is a point. her yeah, there is a being point. the kind of the world's queen. You know, if Diana was the people's princess, uh, Queen Elizabeth being the world's queen, and feeding into kind of Disney-ish, Disney-ish fantasies of ye olde worldy yeah. uh, kingdom, which which there's, has appeal yeah. well beyond yeah. Britain. So there's 15 governments outside the UK where the Queen is head of state and um, 36 other nations of the Commonwealth where she's a symbolic figurehead. So there really is like, not that's obviously not the whole world, but there is a, a factual basis for considering her to be the, the Queen but of it, the world. It's more than that, though, because it's like, you know, in play that there's so much interest in places like Brazil or even some marginal political opportunity for somebody like Bolsonaro to declare days of mourning. The fascination in the US, you know, the very fact that the republic, which separated from Britain, is lowering its flags to half mast on um, Nancy Pelosi's and Joe Biden's kind of orders. I mean, it, it's genuinely like it is a global moment. And I think. This will kind of the global attention, which will only intensify over the next few days as heads of state begin to arrive for the funeral, as the cameras descend to kind of watch all the pageantry and all the glamour, which interestingly, you know, is relatively recent. And this is one of the things that the Guardian, that the listeners will find in the show notes, is that this was only really, it's a fairly recent innovation, the kind of the pageantry of the royal family, and that it has corresponded to um, the democratization of Britain, in fact, that there is kind of greater pageantry and gla- or glitz, I suppose, associated with um, state, royal family state occasions. Anyway, the point being that this, I think, will, um, the fact that Britons inhabit kind of um, will feel like they're at the world, the center of the world's attention. Once the cameras kind of um, turn to something else and there's plenty going on in the world to kind of draw their attention, um, I think that's when the kind of actual impact of the Queen's death will begin to be felt. Hey there, you've reached the end of a short excerpt from an episode that's been released only to our patrons. If you'd like to join us and gain access to around two Patreon-exclusive episodes a month, please go to patreon.com slash We'd love to have you.